Hey guys, we are Bad Moms in Business. I'm Bridget Robertson. I'm Amanda Sharp. And I'm Danielle Monahan. We have kind of a, a fun little series coming up for yeah. you. And the first one we are kicking off today, and it's things I wish I knew before I got married. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, we didn't even plan that. I literally almost did that. I'm not oh, even man. kidding. That would have been was, too good. It would have been. That was not planned. Before that was we get fun. to the uh, nitty gritty, though, how's life? What's going on? What are you guys up to? Can I talk about my eyelashes? <laughs> oh, please. Let's do it. I like Listen. eyelash talk. We know Amanda has very thin hair and thin eyelashes, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I had some sort of eyelash. I meant mascara. I'm like, what is that word called? Mascara that would not wash off my eyelashes. Okay. And they're so thin and they rip out anyway. So like I have like, this is mascara on my eyeballs and you can barely see my mascara. Because okay. So they've gotten so thin. I threw out the other one and now I, I was going to ask what it was. Was it waterproof? It was like, but like waterproof, smudge proof. I did not read that when I bought it. Hmm. Awful. Mm-hmm. What do you use to remove said mascara? I usually just do soap, but I even have, and that's always worked, but this turbo mascara that was in my hand at one point, I even used my old Avon like mascara, like eye makeup remover stuff, did not touch Mm. it. Interesting. I could like, it took four days to even like get it to where it basically was kind of coming off my eyeballs. Did it need to come off? Like, was it like looking good still? And you could just be like, no, like, because as it got wet, like it would clump together. (laughs) Um, It was looking real crazy. But now it's got some spider lashes. Yeah. Yeah. So my eyelashes are so thin right now. And this is with mascara. Hmm. So we're in the healing phase of eyelash or mascara fatigue. So a couple of things. One thing I definitely always recommend, you know, me and my skincare and stuff. I mm-hmm. always recommend double cleansing for starters, but the first thing that you should use is always some sort of like oil or balm that like turns into an oil and never, never, never tug at your skin. I can imagine Amanda was probably just like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like I'm shocked. My eyes are still in place. Like they're oh. not somewhere else. It was you awful. Just, you have to be very gentle. So I use, um, something called green, green clean, maybe from pharmacy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not the pharmacy, um, the MLM, not that. It's the pharmacy that you can buy from Sephora. It's spelled differently. Um, but I very, very, very much love it so much. And I use it every single day. But it's like my favorite thing at night, like taking off my mascara. And you just rub it very gently. And then all of a sudden you have like crazy black raccoon eyes. And I, oh. I love it. This stuff was not coming off my eyeballs, even with what that. I'm going to have to – out. it's in the garbage still. I'll have Find to, it. like, look for I'm it. I'm very I curious. I don't like to criticize to companies, but well, that was something we need to know where it needed to be. Well, and maybe someone out there would actually appreciate that in a mascara. So maybe you're not <sighs> criticizing. Maybe you're really amping someone up to mm-hmm. go and buy this. Um, lose I prefer eyeball. a more natural approach to removing my makeup, which is just – when it comes off, it comes off. 
does not compute. Do not understand. <laughs> this isn't this isn't happening. This can't be real life. <laughs> if it's three days later when I shower, great. If it's on my pillow, that's fine. Stop it right now. Oh. I will tell you, I um I texted you, Danielle, about this, but I have graduated into using an SPF. Yes. Under my makeup. Because, you know. Important. Yeah. National Sunblock Day is coming up this month. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's true. Danielle's national holiday. (laughs) So look, I I do suck at at sunblock. That's like the one thing that I do suck at because I'm a very fair person. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of sunblock gives you like, well, depends on the sunblock that you can get. You can get like a chemical sunscreen or you can get a mineral sunscreen. I prefer mineral sunscreen because it's a little bit more natural in my opinion, but it tends like when you use zinc oxide, it tends to give like a flashback. So my already super pale skin will show up like 10 times whiter on camera and film Mm. and stuff. So it's Mm -hmm. a pain. So I do suck at it. I do. Um, but I, I really try to use it, especially on my lips. Mm. I, okay. I was out on Saturday from like noon until 11 o'clock at night, just in the driveway with Gorgeous. my neighbors. It was such Looking a beautiful at your day. Lawn art. <sighs> yeah, my lawn art. <laughs> um, so excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, my lips were burnt. My lips got burnt. They were all chapped and stupid and my nose got burnt. Mm-hmm. And that's when I said, I got to get this SPF. But the one I bought is more of a serum. Okay. So it's super... Okay. Shiny. And I, I'm a little nervous about putting it on my lips. Well, I would just get a chapstick with SPF in it. Oh, I might have that already. That way it would stick to your lips a little bit better than something else that probably shouldn't be ingested. Right. I think there's coconut oil in it though. So maybe Hmm, interesting. Be careful with that. Sometimes coconut oil can clog pores. Bridget, do you remember when you got really burnt last year? Oh, I'll never forget it. Why do I not remember this? Oh my gosh, Danielle. She sent us pictures. Do it was I don't remember. so bad. bad. It was, I feel like I, I need to re-see these pictures. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't walk. <clears throat> and it was from one day at my neighbor's pool. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm now? very, you know, I'm, I'm working through my filing you cabinets in here trying to get it out. Lips. Oh yeah. And, and it that's was, not an exaggeration. It was bad. Oof. It was really bad. And I should have known because about three hours in, my neighbor walked by and like pressed on my chest right here. And the oh, fingerprint no. just stayed. stayed. And that should have been my clue that maybe, maybe you've seen enough sun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead I just carried on with my day. And I, my neighbor, thank the Lord has an aloe plant, which she has since given me a branch of it. My aloe plant is the most beautiful thing I have ever seen in my life. I'll send you a picture of it. Um, I can't wait to put it outside. It's probably time. It could probably go out now. Anyway, she was literally cutting aloe off of her plant so I could slather it all over my body. I do body remember that. Because I thought I was going to die. It, it, it was at a bad level. Hmm. Like probably sun poisoning level, if we're being honest. I'm surprised I did not get sick. Well, maybe you were to some degree and just, you were in so much pain in other ways that that was secondary to, it was bad. not fun, not fun. Sunscreen ladies. We, yes. yeah. we, we sunscreen up our babies. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even our husbands a certain to a certain mm-hmm. extent. Mm-hmm. What do we do? We put ourselves on the back burner to get burned. Sunscreen mm-hmm. ourselves up. And it causes- but my tan was like once that faded into a tan. Mm. Some of us don't get that. Mm. This is what happens to me when I burn. I burn, mm-hmm. become very red. Mm-hmm. I peel like mm-hmm. 90% of the time. And then I'm white again. The end. That's insane. There's no tanning stage. I used to think that I didn't tan, but every Tuesday when I'm on this call with you guys, I go, I am more tan than them these days. Mm-hmm. So. See, just hang out with the mm-hmm. right people and you look tan. I, if I wear white, I look tan, but also sometimes I look really washed out. So I don't do it a lot. And I'm also really messy. But when I wear white, I feel like I look tan because compared to the white, yeah. I am tanner. Yeah. As nice. the summer goes on, Amanda, you'll see. We'll be, we'll be in competition. Oh, so you pass me up pretty quick. One more thing about the sunblock is really you should be wearing, especially on your face because you don't want, you know, aging and stuff. You're supposed to wear it every single day because mm-hmm. UV rays can come off of like the ring lights that we use, computer screens, overhead lights, sitting at a window, anything. Mm-hmm. Is my like ring light good for me? I mean, I wouldn't say it's probably bad for you. Like LED lights in it. Right, but it's still I mean, they're still rays. Am I getting tanned from it? No, no. Oh, but like, you can that, still get premature wrinkles from all of that. Like, <laughs> I used to worry about the um, back. You know, when I went to salons to get my nails done, the, the lights. I th- I think about that all the time. Like there are those at home kits yeah, now that you I can do one. to like yeah, and you use that and you can cause aging too. And they say anything that you put on your face, bring down your neck. Your, yeah. your decollete, your chest, and then the backs of your hands. All right. All right. Well, this is all good information. Yeah. My hands are too far gone, but maybe my mine are pretty bad. My face. I have one more story left. Bring it before getting into what we're talking about. So it goes back to the whole eyelash thing. I thought of this hmm. one, the whole, when we were talking about that, I burnt off half my eyelashes before. Did I ever tell you guys this story? I have a story I've, similar. Let's hear yours. I've burnt off like hair on my head, but I'm done that too. curious how the eyelashes happened. So Brandon and I, this was way before we were even married. I don't even know. Maybe 10 years ago, maybe <laughs> nine years ago, something like that. We bought a grill. I was very excited about this grill, this gas grill. I was way pumped about it. I was the griller. I was the one doing all of the things. I could not get this thing to light. And I'm sitting there and I'm clicking the button, clicking the button, clicking the button. And I, I finally ducked I'm my head down to see back it. Up. I know I ducked my head down to see it and I clicked it again. And, and I, I immediately covered my face because it hurt really bad. Brandon was standing close by and he started to laugh. He thought that there was a big enough space between me and said explosion basically that he didn't think anything happened until he got closer to me and he smelled (laughs) (laughs) so what's that perfume you're wearing I I had um I had mascara on at the time it had immediately fused it all into like one big (laughs) eyelash on both of my eyes burnt my eyelashes down to like little stubs I burnt right here um, in my eyebrows, and then it burnt off like the top part of my hair. It was so bad. It was, it was mortifying. And you know how long it takes for all that to grow back? I, I did it once when I worked at the airport. Um, we had 
planes that had propellers. Oh, no. And most gates, like where they parked the planes, we had we had to unplug the electrical and like move it out of the way. And most gates, the electrical was on the side where the prop was not running. So you could just walk up, unplug it, go. You're behind. Oh, no. I was working at a different gate. It's the only gate that was like this. And so in my head, I knew that that prop was going and just blowing hot air, right? So I, like, you know, scooch down and crawl, unplug it. And I've lo- I lost my mind and stood up. <sighs> singed my my hair my eyebrows my face was like red on that side for a solid couple days from the the prop ouch whatever it's called yeah it's bad bad news so you guys burnt yours off i used bad mascara and mine got ripped (laughs) out so there's (laughs) casualties of the eyelashes today yeah Yeah. (laughs) i feel like that was user error for all of us yes yeah (laughs) yes i was yes i was false advertised on speaking of false advertisement marriage that segue that 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 was the segue i'm I'm like this is a good 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 topic that i think more women need to talk about with the Mm. younger generation before Mm. they get married and it's not that we're telling them to not get married it's like hey like marriage is rough like know that there's going to be really hard days Mm -hmm. and then really good days before yeah. we get into it, can we each say how long we were dating before we got married, just to kind of give some perspective? Mm-hmm. That sure. Mm-hmm. Bridget, you're the B. Go ahead and go first. Chris and I started dating in 2002, and we got married in 2008, so six years. Um, however, we met when I was 16, so I, we couldn't get married, you know, two years later, because that would have been insane. So sure. Yeah. So six years. Okay. So I, I came prepared to say that my 19th anniversary marriage will be in May 25th, but Uh I did not know. Okay. So we started dating on Halloween. Danielle, you'll appreciate that of 99, 1999. Woo. So do the math. I'm not good with numbers. (laughs) Wait, when did you, what year did you get married? 19 years ago. No, no, no. 19. So so for sure. It was so help me God, Bridget, if you correct my marriage, I will lose it. Oh no. Okay. I won't. Let's hear it. I don't know what year. I just know. I think it was 2002. Would that be right? Because it's 2021. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I thought, but that's when they got married. They met in 99, married in 02. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. That makes sense. Yes. So you were dating two years before you got married? Yeah. And (laughs) that was, that was the question. That was the question, right? Yeah. But I can't do the math. Yeah. So yes, that's correct. Okay. Yeah. But like we were engaged less than a year into our relationship. Okay. Mm -hmm. I was like, put a finger, like a ring on it or we're gone. Like, what are we doing here? Hmm. I was bossy. Still am. We're dating with intention as they say in the church. Ooh. I dig it. Um, So Brenda and I met in, and we started dating in 2010, early 2010. And then we got married in 2016. It was just shy of our seven year anniversary. There you go. Yep. None of us. Well, 
Man, I really struggled with those dates. It's okay. You did great. Mm-hmm. I mean, but at some point, like you what's another year, right? Sure. You forget. Yeah. Like next year will be 20 years. That's almost so stupid to even think of. Well, next year will be 20 years that Chris and I have been together, not married, but together. And doesn't yeah. that just seem stupid? Like it just doesn't mm-hmm. even seem possible because that just means that we're old to that. Yeah. <laughs> In yeah. a good way. In a good way. In a good course. way. Yes. In a good way. All right. So what did we, what are things we wish we knew before getting married? One of the things that I wish, not that necessarily that I knew, but that I had considered maybe is that I have never lived alone. I went from living with my mom to living with Chris and now living with Chris and two children. I have never been on my own. Wow. And yeah. And while I have nothing to compare it to, I almost envy, like I have a friend right now who has a condo and a dog and just, you know, doing her thing when she wants. Yeah. Yeah. Comes and Mm -hmm. goes as she pleases. And not that I'm trying to like come and go as I please. Don't get me wrong. But to have the experience in my twenties to have lived alone would have been kind of cool. It made me nervous. Did it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a very fearful person of people breaking in and mm-hmm. I've had my house broken into before. So it's, it's like a, it's like a thing. Sure. Interesting. I, I did live out on my own. Actually, I, I think I've shared with you and our listeners that I moved out before I even graduated. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I've had my fair share of being by myself and it was really amazing, mm-hmm. but it wasn't that I was on my own. That was amazing. It was that it was mine. That was mm. amazing. Mm. I can see that. You know what I mean? Yep. That it was, I can create all of my own rules and stuff like that. So I, sure. I don't, I, I don't like remember that time. Like, oh my gosh, that was the best time of my life. Like that no. wasn't, it was just like really the freedom, the liberation that I felt. And that I was very proud. Yeah. Um, but for me, like I could go back and tell myself to not get married. And I still would have did it. Hmm. Because I know myself and I still would have gotten married. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. I just would have said probably like wait. I think if people wait a little more, more people probably wouldn't get married, which would result in less divorces. I 100% agree. 100%. But with that being said, I still would have gotten married. I myself could go back and tell myself, don't do it. And I still would do it because that's Mm -hmm. just who Amanda is. So that would be like my biggest, my biggest thing. I I think that's so true. There, yeah, and that's the thing. Everybody rushes to get into something, and it's just take your time with it, have fun with it. Take, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, just don't put so much stress yeah. on it because then I feel like the the more stress you put on the situation to make it happen up front, the more stressful the situation will be after it happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just like, what's the point? Brandon and I, I mean, we were together for almost seven years. We yeah. definitely took our time. We always say that we yeah. did things quite backwards compared to a lot of people that we know. But we did everything very intentionally for a reason because we wanted to make sure that it was legit. I mean, we knew pretty early on that, you know, we hoped that this would have been it. But you you never know, especially when you're that young. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I completely agree. One of my things is um, it sounds so cliche to say it, but like really the little things do matter. And taking the time to go out of your way. Brandon and I, and this sounds so corny. (laughs) I hope he's fine with me saying this. We tell each other that we appreciate what each other does. 
at least once a day. Mm, that's and I think so that's, important. It is like, I appreciate you cooking dinner or I appreciate the work that you're doing, or I appreciate you putting Watson down for his nap or giving him a bath or whatever it is. Like just really being intentional about what you're doing and making sure that the other person knows how much it means to you mm-hmm. or just like a random back rub or a foot rub, which I hate giving, <laughs> but I love receiving. <laughs> oh my gosh. A foot rub. Is there, I mean, is there anything better than a foot rub? Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Love languages. So how far into mm. your relationship did you guys start implementing those, that grateful conversation? I don't know the answer to that. Mm. I know that we didn't always do that, but it wasn't something that we sat down and had a conversation of, we should start doing this more. It was just something that sort of happened. Mm -hmm. I would say for at least the last five or six years. Oh, wow. I have no idea though. That's wonderful. And I think too, if you just organically start doing that, it would almost prompt your spouse to return the the sentiment, Mm -hmm. you know? So Mm -hmm. I don't even know that it has to be a conversation. I feel like Mm -hmm. you could just start it. Yep. I texted Chris the other day and telling him I appreciated something. And then he was very contrary in his reply. Like, Oh, I don't do that or whatever. And I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> all I can think about Every relationship is, is different. <laughs> all I can think about when you're saying that is the fried rice conversation from last episode. <laughs> so if anyone wants to see a little bit more of Bridget sass, go back to episode. Was it 31 ladies? I yeah, think I don't so. Remember. I love it was, that. It, it's the so Mother's much. Day one, and there mm-hmm. was some sass. It was so good. Ooh, it was so that good. That led oh, to some macaroni and cheese talk, too. That was fantastic. <laughs> I loved it. Ooh. Oh, Bridget. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, it's a miracle. It's a miracle that I'm still married because I'm a lot. I'm well, a lot. Stop. You guys <laughs> are so perfect together. It's obnoxious. But I think it's fair to say all three of us are a lot in our own oh, way. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. I think this wasn't one of mine, but I think the sooner anyone can come to realize that, the more successful a relationship can mm-hmm. be. That's a great point. <laughs> like, I know I'm a lot to handle. Yes. Give them a little bit of grace because- we got a lot going on here. Mm-hmm. And even if it's a good lot of ha- to handle, mm-hmm. it still can be a lot to handle from a spouse For perspective. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Bridget, did you have a- another one besides? <laughs> well, it's going to, now it's not going to seem as sincere, but it's <laughs> so true. <laughs> Never oh. let me down, Bridget. <laughs> Um, for Chris and I, we've been, you know, almost 20 years. We have been a long time. Um, and I, we are now part of a really great church and we have a really great Mm. church family. And I wish we would have found that sooner. Mm. I do think it has changed our marriage for the better. Interesting. So I I find that having, you know, if you're similarly yoked, then um, and that's I will reference, <laughs> um, you know, if you're, if you're a Christian, you're married to a Christian, mm-hmm. um, being active in your faith and actively going to church and actively putting God in the center of your marriage is super important. And it's something we're still learning to do, mm-hmm. but we host a Bible study for mm-hmm. young adults together. 
we served at church together. It's um, something that's been super, super important to us and has been very helpful to us as well. How Amanda, long ago- what's the look? Oh, no, I didn't see the look. No, I'm just going back to the similarly yoked. <laughs> I just <laughs> yoked. So funny. I believe um, in that. I do believe in that. I think mm-hmm. if you're of separate faiths, especially, that can be a very difficult marriage. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that it it can't work, but especially sure. when k- children get brought into the equation. Yeah. So I think that point is very legit. It just was... <laughs> That reference, that metaphor, whatever you want to call it, just makes me. It was very enlightening. Yeah. (laughs) How long ago did you guys join this church? Well, we've been, we have been, we grew up in church, Mm -hmm. not together in separate churches, obviously, and then fell away, got married in a church, but didn't, we're not active, active participants. Um, We didn't start going back to church uh, regularly until Jace was maybe one. Hmm. So he's eight now. So seven yeah. years. Um, and it's helped because Chris has been on up until the last year, Chris had been on a swing shift. So he had one weekend off a month. So hmm. even though I was going to church with the boys, mm-hmm. Chris wasn't because he was working. Um, the, the, the one weekend off he had, he was at church with us, but other than that, he wasn't. So, um, now that he has every Sunday off every weekend off, um, we go every week together. Mm. So that's just been the last year. That's nice. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. And it's good. It's a good one. Um, my, my next one would be, I really think your twenties suck, <laughs> like really oh. suck when you're trying, because you're growing so much, like mm-hmm. it's such a, yeah. a time that you're finding your own voice, your own passions, so much of who you are. And to do that alongside somebody who's also mm-hmm. going through is a metamorphosis, a good word to use. Like, mm-hmm. is that appropriate? Like, so when you both are going through that transition, mm-hmm. it's very easy to grow apart. So, so, so true. And so my, recommendation if I could again go back and talk to myself I would be like you know hang in there through that growth because again I got married at 20 I mean those 10 years were a lot of hell Mm -hmm. and that's not being like negative that's just being very real I think anyone who said it wasn't a little bit of hell is probably lying but I mean I don't want to judge what other people like think but I think it's just really really hard so if you allowed yourself that grace and again that kind of circles back to if you can give yourself some time too to go through that stage you might not end up marrying who you would have married too and that's not a bad thing or a good thing it's just you might find out that you guys grew apart and 100%. it doesn't have to be a bad thing. It's just you grow so much. 30s, 30s, not so much. Right. I agree with that. I mean, even even look at it as like friendships with yes. family or other people too. Yeah. When you are in that stage where you don't even really know who you are and yeah. they don't know who they are, you just grow into different mm-hmm. versions of yourselves. You just grow apart sometimes. You do, and that's, I think, is very natural. Mm-hmm. And I, I think if you didn't do that, you wouldn't be growing. Truth. Those are very hard years to get through. Mm-hmm. And if you can just get through them, though, there's like so much great at the end. 
but you really have to go through those years of, of trial. Well, I think there's, there's something to be said about maybe growing apart and finding your own path and kind of navigating what you want out of life a little bit too. So even allowing those relationships. So like for Brandon and I, um, you know, we've been together for, um, 11 years now, but like, even though we were still together, you know, he was still doing his own thing a little bit. I was doing my own thing a little bit, Mm -hmm. like as far as like careers go and stuff. And you just sort of kind of ebb and flow with each other, knowing that you guys each have that home base, Yeah, you know, to come back to like, he used to do stand up quite a bit in comedy. And at one point we didn't know if he was going to move away to try to do some of that. And like, I just had to let him kind of figure that out for himself to see if that and, was going to happen. And that's hard to do. That's mm-hmm. really hard to do at mm-hmm. 20. I think yes. that would be darn right. Impossible to do mm-hmm. where if you're doing that at maybe 27, that's a different story, you know, cause you're yep. those year every year in your twenties, like you just see things differently. So that's, yep. that's a perfect example of that. Yep. Very hard. And it would have been Brandon's right to experiment with that 100%. and how people accept that or flow with it and make it work is, is very interesting. And I don't think there is a right or a wrong. Yep. I love that. I didn't realize that he would have maybe potentially had the opportunity to move away. Yeah. When we first met, he actually thought about moving to Chicago. Wow. Mm-hmm. Super fun to hear. Yeah. That's fun. I'm glad he didn't. Right. <laughs> well, of course. We wouldn't be of together, course. I guarantee it. I'm glad right. he didn't because I feel like we wouldn't have met you because mm-hmm. you might have ended up, you know, in Chicago we as well. Who knows? Yeah, I have no clue, honestly. Yeah. It's really weird. Mm. Do you guys ever watch Sliding Doors? No. With is that one of the outro? I've never seen it's that. Like, oh, it's so good. I highly recommend it. So, like, she had two paths, like something mm-hmm. happened to divert her course over here. And then the other one, she just kept going straight. And so you kind of see how her life plays out in both of these Ooh. avenues. Like if this one specific incident didn't happen. Very, very, very interesting. My mind plays out those scenarios all day long. It's so crazy to think about that. Mm-hmm. So crazy. Mm-hmm. So Danielle, did what was your other one? I know you kind of like molded into that conversation, but. Um, so my other one that I was going to bring up, actually, Amanda, you brought up a, a few minutes ago. Um, it was love languages. Oh, so really good. Important. I think yes. it's really, really, really important to know what yours are. And so you can communicate what is important to you, yeah. but also realizing that what's important to you may not be what's important to your partner. And mm-hmm. it took me a long time to realize that. Do you guys know what your love languages are? We do. And we actually... We knew from a while ago, I, I made him take the test like probably six or seven years ago. And then we retook them this morning because I wanted to see if they changed and mine How did. timely. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Amanda, do you know what yours is? I don't. Oh, you and Marcus should definitely do it. And 100%. you can do it online. Yep. It literally took four minutes. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Highly recommend it. Bridget, yeah. do you know yours? I do. I do. So um, you want to share what yours are? Oh, sure. Um, so I am acts of service. And then my like, second, I have my list right I here. Do. Let me just pull it up. <laughs> I do. Um, so mine's acts of service. And then my second one, because mine were like almost tied. My second one was quality time. And his was physical touch and then quality time. Mm. So mine is gifts. I don't know if that shocks anybody. <laughs> 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 but not only is that how you 
receive love. It's how you show love. love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for me, like if I see something in a store, like I told you today, Danielle, I sent you that picture of that thing that I'm not going to talk about in case that person is listening. Yep. It's not for me. It's because I saw it and I was like, someone else needs this. And it's like how I show my love to you is by like giving you things. Yes. And Chris, that's the, his last one. He's mm-hmm. like, I don't care. About Brandon's stuff. Too. I don't want stuff. I don't want to buy you stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. Um, his is quality time and physical touch. And physical touch is the last on my list. So it's ve- like we are like, so far look. apart when it comes wow. to that. So really have to work to like strike that balance. Mm-hmm. That's what it is, though, right? Is it's all about that balance is realizing what's important to the other. And even if it's something you're not either into or it doesn't really do anything for you you still kind of have to mm-hmm. balance it out mm-hmm. i didn't even look to see what my lowest one was how dumb was that i um, only know because we just did it at church actually oh, fun and we we listed them all out and we were supposed to put them on the refrigerator so we could be reminded of That's like cute. a good idea mm-hmm, but we, i don't know what happened to them if i'm being honest so mm. she's like i got it here gifts buy mm-hmm. me gifts chris but I also buy him stuff and then I'll, I'll come home and I'm like, oh, look what I got you. And he was, he's like, oh, cool. Cool. Thanks. Great. <laughs> Love it. But that's okay, knowing the too. differences is a big deal because we can't expect somebody to feel like how we feel about things. Right. Mm-hmm. It's impossible. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So highly recommend because it will definitely help. Hmm. It does help. It really does, it does. when you have those in your, in your head. And you know, because physical touch doesn't have to be sexual. It's that's not what 100%. it is. Nope. Um, it's the foot rub or, but it can be, holding. <laughs> it could be sure. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. But it, it's not meant to be, you know, that's, that's not yeah. that, same with the gifts thing. Like I'm not asking you to buy me a Jaguar or a diamond ring. Like it could be, hey, I, I bought a Reese's because you love exactly. them. And I was yeah. at the store and I thought of you. <laughs> exactly. That's it. That's it. Which I mean, that sounds good. It does. Yeah. I was thinking some Taco Bell too. Taco Bell's and Reese's. Yes. I mean, why not? That's <laughs> yours for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you and Marcus should totally do this and then post in the group. I know he has did his before. I think the military made him do it. Hmm. If I'm oh, being, that's interesting. If I'm being honest, well, there's a lot of crappy marriages within the military right, community, as right. you can imagine. I mean, right. the struggle. So they they do try to give the families the most tools possible to have successful marriages, that's but nice. sometimes it's just too hard. Um, but I don't know that I know his. I feel like it's physical touch, but I could be making that up. Like I, mm, I just mm. I feel like sometimes you can try to pick up on it too. A lot mm-hmm. of times people will like take what they think is most important and then reflect that on other people. So, you know, I feel like most of the time you can try to pick up on it. Yeah. You have to be aware. They love in the way that they want to be loved. Mm -hmm. So when I pinch my husband's butt, when I pinch Marcus's butt, there you go. And he's like, you might be physical. Leave me alone. (laughs) So he might not be physical. Yeah. Yeah. He might not be. (laughs) I feel like let's not, let's let, let's, be reminded it's mostly when I'm doing it, it's definitely irritate him. So that might have something to do with it too. (laughs) I'm sure I am who I am. (laughs) Yes. Does anybody else have any other thoughts? The only thing I have is how important it is to have friends that are couples as well. Ooh, I didn't even think of that. That's a really good Hmm. one. 
Yeah, I I have, if I do say so myself, <laughs> um, <laughs> I was just going to say, yeah, I was going to say it without that, but it was going to sound silly, but I have a lot of friends. Like I have a lot of different friends group, friend groups. Mm-hmm. And if I texted someone and said, let's go to lunch. And that person said, no, I would have a list of people that I could go to. And I think it's important that you have friends who are also married and that you can do those things with as well. And maybe also have other people who are in similar situations to you. So when you have somebody that you can vent to outside of your spouse, Mm -hmm. that probably helps everybody's uh, mental well-being a little bit too. Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's a really good point. We do Mm -hmm. not have any like mutual couples that we hang out with anymore. We've mm. just, we've just have two different crowds of people. So the beauty of our relationship now is you can hang out with your people. I can hang out with my people and we don't expect each other to show up in those circles. Well, I think it's probably harder for you guys to correct me if I'm wrong, but being in the military, mm-hmm. a lot of times, maybe the couples that you were close to maybe don't live. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I, I take that back. We have our, our good friends that are mm-hmm. our, our couple friend that just aren't here locally and they, yeah. they are our family. Like we, yeah, that's a total different situation, but it's, I think the fact that we can respect each other's communities that we've built in different ways For sure. and not expect each other, like we can support each other in those communities without having to be there in the community ourselves, mm-hmm. which is really mm-hmm. good. Like he doesn't stop me from doing anything. But he's like, please don't ask me to be around Bridget. Like, <laughs> right, right. Well, she's a lot. So, yeah, right. <laughs> she's a lot and she wants gifts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And exactly. instantly she's Marcus's cousin. So I could, I, I could totally make that joke. That's if anyone who's listening doesn't know that we're, we're family, we're family. So and I, can- I think, I, I think that's really fair to say too. So Brandon and I are very different personality wise. And so I'm much more of the homebody and he's Mm. much more of the social butterfly. So we have couples that I am also comfortable with that we can hang out with regularly. And then he can also hang out with the guys and Mm -hmm. get like other forms of interaction where I'm like, I'm going to sit at home and read a book. Okay. See, and that's Chris. Mm -hmm. That's Chris. He had, he does have friends that are his good friends, but he would prefer to just be home. Mm-hmm. And I would prefer to be out and, you know, with other people. Not, I don't mean it like that. No, no. I, I love to be out and around people and hanging out and whatever. And he does to an extent. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's definitely more of the homebody too. Well, I think something else too is really learning about your personality and then learning about your spouse's personality too. So this kind of goes hand in hand with the whole love language thing, Mm -hmm. but really identifying what works for you and what works for them and knowing that there's going to be differences. So I am the type of person I will take any and every personality test out there because I think it's super interesting. I love all of that stuff. If you guys don't know that already about me, well, you should. So knowing that I'm an introvert, I collect my energy by being alone Mm -hmm. where being around a lot of people is an energy suck for me. And I come home and I crash Mm -hmm. where it's the exact opposite for Brandon. Although I feel like he's a little bit of a hybrid. Sometimes I feel like maybe I'm rubbing off on him a little bit too Mm -hmm. much because I feel like he definitely enjoys his alone time sometimes too. 
but he loves being at, you know, which, you know, pre COVID and stuff, but going to parties and being around a lot of people and being up on stage and stuff where all of that sounds completely exhausting to me. Don't get me wrong. I still would go to the occasional party and stuff like that, but like, I'm not going to go search them out, you know? Right. Fair. And, you know, just figuring out that what works for me isn't necessarily going to work for him and then figuring out what that balance is. Mm-hmm. I think that's good. And I probably am going to say this wrong, but you guys are going to understand my point. You can, you can't change a person, but they can change. 100%. You know, yes. where like no matter, I think I spent so much of my tw- 20s trying to change Marcus mm-hmm. to fit him into the person that I wanted him to be. And 100%. it's just impossible. But they can change into possibly an even better version than you would have ever hoped for them for just sure. naturally as they go through life, which is really great. So I think if you can not try to have that battle from day one, that'll be helpful too. Mm. 100%. Yeah. And don't enter into a marriage where you think there's some things I would change about this person, but we'll get there. (laughs) I feel like that doesn't always famous words of all women, right? (laughs) Right? Famous last words, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I could go on and on for days about this kind of stuff. Having open and honest communication so important. Brandon and I talk about anything and everything. As much as he doesn't like some of the conversations that we have, we talk about feelings and stuff. And I think, I don't know, I just think it's so important. And he may be completely, (laughs) you know, regretting the conversations, but he's always like very attentive and listening and giving, you know, feedback and stuff like that, which I appreciate. Mm Because he knows that it's important. One of Marcus's favorite words are, and it drives me up the wall, but it makes me like laugh or smile. And it just, he's like, well, you know, you married a whatever. And I'm like, no, I actually did not marry that. What I married was a this, 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 this. You are now a this, 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 and this. So stop Mm -hmm. saying that. But every time he says it, it just cracks me up. And another thing, like find ways to laugh with one another Oh yes. Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, because the laughter is what will keep you together. When you mm-hmm. stop laughing, I think that's when there's some problems. But yep. you can just keep the laughter because that'll help those hard days. And there might be something that he does that drives me crazy at the end of the day. And he started to do this. Like he looked at me one day and just was like, like, like that. And it was the cutest flipping thing. And it just made me smile and laugh because he looked like he was just a little kid, like going, I don't know why I do what I do sometimes. Like, <laughs> Right. And like, Mm -hmm. how can I be angry at that? So now anytime he does something like bad and my bad is like, you know, put like leave a cup somewhere stupid or whatever. And I'll say, why would you leave this here? He'll just turn around and go. And he knows it's his pass (laughs) out of the doghouse. It's so silly. So find those fun things that can just kind of keep you grounded and and connected because those things will will get you far. Mm -hmm. Cute. And I speak out of lots of hard years. <laughs> like I, I, I don't want to pretend like we have it all together because there were times we had nothing together. Same. Yeah. Mm. Marriage is hard. Yeah, is. but you know what? I think it's the the times uh, um, where you have nothing together that uh, if you can get out of that, 
then I think, you know, you're on the right path. If, if you, if you choose to, to work at it versus throw in the towel. And certainly there are exceptions to that where you should be throwing in For the sure. towel. Oh, of course. You know, I'm not saying yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, you don't stay through everything, but, mm-hmm. um, if you can get through the hard stuff, there's a reward on the other side, I think, you know? Oh, I agree. And I think I'll be careful on how I say this, but I'm very passionate how, when I say this, when you're in those darkest of times, be Mm -hmm. careful who you share that misery with because misery loves company. And so you might be thinking that you've got a good friend that you're, you can actually talk to and hope that they just hear your heart and listen to. But at the end of the day, they might not hate that you're miserable and they might not have your best interest at hand. Mm. So really be careful when you're in those low times who you speak to and share that with. That's super interesting. I never would have thought of that, but you're right. Yeah, it is. It is because there are people who aren't in your position who would like to see your marriage fail. Or- Absolutely would like to see you as miserable as they are. Yeah. Yeah. That's sad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So choose your company during those trying times very carefully. And Bridget, I assume like, especially within your church, there's probably a wealth of people who could step in and, and, Mm -hmm. and help. And you, that's such a blessing because you have that community there for you that could, would be considered pretty safe. You know, the vetting yeah. period's basically already been done for you because you've been there for several years. But for those who don't have that community, again, just proceed with caution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's really good advice. It is. Again, good job, Amanda. Again, just coming from years of experience and I hear you making mistakes. Yep. yep. And I make mistakes every single day still. You human. Mm. Um, and I cook slop dinners. That's what I do. <laughs> Ooh, marry someone that can cook. Oh, and you know I did. I did, but he's never home to do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Brandon is a great cook, but hates to do it. So I am very lucky that Chris is a great cook and he likes to do it. Even Um, after the fried rice story, (laughs) he'll cook for you. Yeah, he'll cook for you. Done. Mm -hmm. Hey, yeah, even after the fried rice. Story, you know, speaking after- of fried rice, did you know that Benny Hanna's has frozen meals at Kroger? Mm-hmm. Okay. They do. So I have a friend who told me about this. She bought some, did not love it. Oh, so I mean, that's fair, but I thought maybe it would be like a good replacement when you're really yeah. wanting. And I you think know, I'm sure, frozen. I'm sure it's okay. Sure. You know, but like, if you want the real thing, probably you not going to go for you. And it was like five bucks for each frozen meal. I'm like, if I'm going to pay five bucks, I might as well just go there. I mean, going there is a lot more than five A lot hours. more expensive. Well, no, I know. But you know what I mean? Like, it's because it's not even like, it's a small portion. Oh, I see. Yeah. I haven't frozen. actually seen it at a store. Never. Meyer carries it. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I believe I've bought them before. I shall look. Uh, for Chris. And we're usually me. Kroger shoppers now that we're. Ew. Where we live now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For years, we shopped at Meyer. That was like our thing. Meyer but- is my jam. I love Meyer. Hmm. They're more expensive okay. than Kroger. See, I disagree. Mm-hmm. I feel like Kroger is I- way more expensive. Well, I'll say, I'll say this: the Kroger that's by us, not the one that's literally right down the street, because that one's like a really small Kroger. We have one of those super, super Krogers. Oops. 
Super Kroger's are great. See, I just did the, I did the Michigan thing. The, the Kroger's. Kroger's. Um, but <laughs> I try to watch myself with that because I can't stand it. But um, they like have clothes and stuff. It's crazy. Their produce section is like unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And they have so much organic. It's, I love it. 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 The Super Kroger's. Kroger's, Favorite you're store. doing a good job. And I have to say, we had a manager that ran ours down here by me and he was amazing, mm. amazing. Mm. And he retired and the town revolted like the, they, there was tears because he was so well loved. He actually like had to move to Florida, I think on purpose, just because he probably would have gotten roped back into, <laughs> he just, That's you know, there's some people who are just so good at their job mm-hmm. yep. and can't be replaced. Yeah. Mm. How'd we get on this conversation? I don't know. Um, because of Betty Hanna is at okay. Kroger. That's it. <laughs> I love it. So well, any what, is, what is our RB today? I think people need to be realistic because Ooh, man, that honeymoon phase, mm. it does not last. And marriage, I don't care how cliche it is. Marriage is work. Mm-hmm. And if you are not willing to work, it will not work. So be realistic in the fact that you're not going to enter into a marriage and everything's going to be blissful and butterflies at all times because it's it won't be. Nope. Oh, so true. So true. If people can make it out of the honeymoon phase without fighting, I'm shocked. Mm-hmm. Because that's the reality of it. Yeah. So be realistic. That's perfect. I couldn't have come up with a better it word. It is. That's so good. Mm, I love it. Well, I hope people like at, at the very minimum, I hope people like felt that they could relate with us mm-hmm. on this. And if any younger generation who might not be married yet happens to fall on our channel and give it a listen, that they'll think of some things prior to going down that aisle. Yes. Or getting married in the backyard. Yeah. <laughs> like our Danielle. <laughs> Squirrel. <laughs> Definitely got married very oddly, but that's fine. I love it. I love it. Any final words before we wrap this baby up? Peace out. That's it. (laughs) Have a great week, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.